Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, it's me on a Saturday, April the 9th, 2022, for the 416th episode of Sky Astrology and the public podcast that I've been sharing for probably over four years now. And this episode has been in the making for over a month, let's say, or a little bit before. And it is a uh, sharing in gratitude of the message of Mr. Ralph Smart. Now, if you do not know or have not heard of Ralph Smart, Let me just give you a little introduction of Ralph Smart. He is well known for his uh, almost 2 million followers in the YouTube space. He is a psychiatrist by profession, a writer, but of course, most people know, an influencer, right? Influencing people to dive deep, as he says, influencing people to vegan challenges, and just a person who is sharing positivity and uplifting messages for a very, very long time. I remember listening to him some while back, and then I hadn't for a while. And then I started listening to him again and I realized, whoa, a lot of the things I was saying were similar to what he was saying. And I found that quite fascinating as well. Um, and so for, um, I always try to find out people's birth times because it's not always easy, especially in the public eye. And he had a birthday on the 3rd of March every year (laughs) and he said something that also was very clever Uh, he said his mother's birthday it's her birthday the day she gives birth not ours which I just love that aspect so I had decided that I would kind of make I wanted to make something I wasn't sure but I thought I'll start with um, showing the sky and making like a post something like that and I went to the park locally quite before sunset right before sunset and this was the magical day where I started singing somewhere with a rainbow and the first person came in was from Australia who I had um, put together a calendar we didn't get that much response from but she makes incredible photos of the moon and I said uh how is everything in Oz and all these coincidences popping up popping up popping up it's like coincidence 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 and I it was just a magical moment and live and it touched so many people the energy for that live we found was just off the chart and in the end I was cautious to do something for him because I didn't know his birth time and on that day I didn't check to see that he had did a live another live I think he did a live, I don't know. But he did a video for his birthday. And in the end, 
um, when I looked a couple of days later, I saw that he actually gave his birth time. Now, before I did that, I was trying to figure out, because I do try to figure out things, and he's always talking about three, 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 you know, number three, I'm born on the third of March, da da. Well, I was like, there must be something else about three. So maybe the birth time is three. So I brought up a sky for 3.30 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. And the first thing, of course, I saw was, whoa, he has this 14 degree of focus, which was in my community just exploding. Everybody had 14 degrees of focus. And 14 degrees of focus makes a challenging aspect. At the time, I thought it was a, a easy one, but it was a challenging. Challenging can be good as well. Um, aspect to the zero degrees of Neptune, which was happening at this time. So I already knew it was a powerful time because of Neptune's placement at zero degrees. Okay. And what I didn't know was his time. So in the end, I was just researching and looking back in his videos. And I found something very fascinating. And it was that he had spoke about Egypt and briefly about 13. And I was like, ah, he used to speak a lot about astrology. But he also was alluring to the number 13 at one video. And when I looked at the video where he shared that he was born at 3.03 a.m. in the morning, he literally had the card from his birth time, I was just first of all blown away that I was so close. A little far, but yes, yeah, so close. But the threes were right, right? And then when I erected his sky I saw probably what he saw but he in his integrity did not and this is like I don't know a few years back didn't talk about the 13th sign which isn't the 13th sign by the way didn't talk about a focus right and so, but he must have known about it because people now in his comments, they talk about Vedic and things like that. And I tell you, it took me three years to get my head around not believing and accepting the Western blueprint that I thought was true that I get from astro.com that millions of people get from astro.com. And I want to mention just a little footnote because um, I have a thing with astro.com. I know they provide a great service, but when are they going to put Benjamin Banneker's birth date in their birth data? Just want to just asking for a friend. And Gil Scott Heron. Gil Scott Heron helped to um, support Stevie Wonder to bring. Martin Luther King's birthday and national holiday and Martin Luther King only preached peace no matter what people do whatever dirt nobody's perfect he preached peace he gave people hope and he preached nonviolence and he stayed to that and that's another name that astro.com doesn't have but Benjamin Banneker is one of the first astronomers that um, calculated a solar eclipse. He was assisting to the planning, the astronomical planning of Washington, D.C. He built what they believe the first clock with his hands. He watched the sky and made an almanac that was accepted as a gift to the president at the time the plantation owner and slave owner Thomas Jefferson and he wrote incredible eloquent letters 
to several people, but one very impactful for Thomas Jefferson about the conditions of slavery. You could read it. It's brilliant. So why is this man not in the database where, say, Northwest is? Just asking for a friend. So, yeah, I digress. So let's back to Ralph Smart, because Ralph is smart. Ralph is so smart. Ralph was like, okay, I'm not going to jump on that wagon. I don't know enough about it. I'm going to stay in my lane. I always say that to people. I'm staying in my lane. And he's done beautifully with it. People are just so inspired by what he says. And a lot of what he says inspires me. And I feel it so aligned. So this episode is about his sky and gratitude for him speaking his truth that is our truth so what's really impactful besides that he has uranus at 14 degrees of focus is that he is rising a focus a focus is rising in his sky at the time the galactic center the scorpio the sagittarius that's what focus is it's really between the powers of Scorpio and Sagittarius in the galactic center. And in Sky Astrology, there are no borders. That's why it's called Sky Astrology, because we're looking at the sky. And in this part of the sky, there's a lot of integration of these powerful energies, stars, um, clusters and galaxies and they were rising in the morning at 3.03 a.m. at the moment of his birth together with Uranus together with Mars actually he has four heavenly body calculations so three heavenly bodies like I have three Ishao with a dream space who was part of this uh, capsule that we had in our community which helped us to uh, understand <laughs> understand these energies it started when Ishao also had a dream about me saying to her Afuka saved my life and we did a podcast on it and then we ended up doing the capsule for the dreams. And then we ended up attracting not one, not two, not three, maybe four or five people who had a focus. And not just anywhere, but at 14 degrees and at nine degrees, which is where we both have something. I have nine and 14. Ishao has 14. Ralph Smart has nine and 14. And others in our community have that as well I haven't asked if I can make public who they are but the maths do not lie the sky does not lie and in this time that Neptune is returning home to the spiritual womb the spirit of creation and Afukas is connected to a creative healer, taking the poison and making it a medicine. I only saw this as an invitation. And there's so many other connections that we actually put in a laboratory in our app where we are collecting information because it is so abundant and it's factual. It's based on data and it's amazing and it's in incubation now. So talking about Ralph's smart sky is that what's so important to know is that you are not just your sun sign and you are not a sign. A sign is like, oh, there's a sign in the heavens that it's gonna rain or that could be a sign that you're on the right track or follow the signs to get to where you wanna go. That's what a sign is, but the stars our heavenly body the stars shine brightly the stars have energy and so these energetic stars were rising in the sky at the time of the birth 
of Ralph Smart. And the stars of Pisces were not where the sun was shining. The sun was shining in Aquarius. And it's just so, let's say, um, aligned with his message for humanity. Because that is the energy that these stars of Aquarius are connected to. Right? Have observed to be connected to. And so with the sun shining amongst these stars of Aquarius, at the time of the birth of Ralph, and with Jupiter as well being also amongst the stars of Aquarius. And also the sun is at 14 degrees because numerology plays a big part in sky astrology. So the frequency... He's a raising the frequency, raising that good ass prana, right? His frequency, the number five, because Jupiter is also five in Aquarius, and the sun is 14, that's also a five in Aquarius, in Aquarius. So, what's happening in Pisces? Why would he identify with Pisces? Because. Venus is there. Venus is at the beginning of Pisces, at the beginning of the journey of this place of creation. And also Mercury is there connected to the part of fortune. And I say, I don't really know what part of fortune is. I'm observing it. And I know it's a fortunate space. It's a positive indication. These are hints that I use. And this hint is less than a degree away from his Mercury. What is Mercury? Communication. So when you have Mercury and Venus amongst the stars of pure Pisces, And I have to say, Mercury is aligned at the beginning of Cetus, which is powerful because <laughs> it helps connect to the vulnerability of this space where I talked about Piscetus. And I'll speak about that at the end after I share Ralph's, um, re one of his recent YouTubes message that really told me you need to do this now you've been thinking about it for a month now do it do it now do it now now <laughs> Sagittarius moon Sagittarius ascendant I'm gonna do it now 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 right so we have this amazing uh, alignment of Mercury fortunate Mercury speaking in a way that hydrates people's awareness of the of their vulnerabilities of the injustices within ourselves right that's connected to the cetus the fetus what's not working and how to inspire to make that work Right? And in this Piscetus space that is beginning. But the thing is, the Venus is in pure Pisces. And so what that means is that the Venus is bringing the harmony and the idea of balancing these energies of the earth plane and the physical and the sky and the non-physical because it's connected with air and Libra as above so below and Venus is connected to as above Libra air and as below Earth Taurus and this space is where 
the Venus is bringing this energy of above and below of Libra and Taurus into the pure, pure Pisces waters of creation that actually have the fire, the spark of creation when the cell and the sperm meet within itself, within the waters. Like Jilly says, the water priestess recently that I posted about, she's talking about the fire in the water. It's all a phase of water, all the elements. And so I'm so fascinated by the sky to see the power of the Pisces to stars and how they are showing up in a more um, relevant expression when we look at the sky as opposed when we look at the astrology, the Western. Because here is showing, ah, what he is communicating is about a truly spiritual and metaphysical challenge that we're in. And the challenge comes through the Cetus, which I'll talk which I will talk talk about in the later segment. That's part of this podcast. But that the Venus coming in wants to bring this harmony. How can we harmonize these truths of the beginning of the space of the mother's birthday, as he says. So I don't want to divulge all of his personal information. There's so much here to look at and to share that is also very personal. I always tell people not to necessarily share their sky. You know, in the ancient times, people wouldn't even tell you what time they were born because they were using the real sky. (laughs) They were using the real sky. And it's quite powerful information. But I just wanted to share that little part with you and all that are listening and his listeners and him because these times are truly Jupiterian abundant of love and unconditional love and judgment non-judgment of others and of ourselves but asking us to bring into alignment what we know in our hearts in our soul and in our spirit is true. It's quite elementary, actually. It's quite elementary. When we celebrate the stars of Pisces, the two fish, and the womb of creation, the space of meditation, of listening to the universe, to the sounds of silence, and receive divine information here outside of the womb as the child inside the womb receives divine code to grow and also to heal anything that might need to be healed in the mother that is part of the support that the baby needs to grow. The baby is also exchanging stem cells and waters that it produces and goes back and recycles through the mother's waters 
that's activity that's giving that's creation so here is Ralph with a powerful 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 message and then it's me kind of putting that in context about why I'm sharing this as Jupiter and Neptune are aligned and it began when Neptune returned to pure Pisces after 166 years that we are living in this monumental time that won't happen for another 166 years how cool is that and this is an opportunity people talk about age of Aquarius this is where your invitation to start building that age because we are actually leaving the age of Cetus we're going into pure Pisces first and that is a powerful amazing space to build the age of Aquarius of flowing waters below and above of equal technology influence and equal natural influence hand in hand in a beautiful wave that's why the waves look the same for the glyph of Aquarius but here the work is now the work is now and it's spiritual work it's spiritual connection no fear keep your heads up to the sky and your spirits high here's Ralph take a look at this planet which is in a state of war right now okay but it's not just a physical war with Russia and Ukraine no it's a spiritual war. There is a war for the souls of human beings. It's a battle for the hearts and minds of the people. And every single day, the only way to win this war is to make peace with yourself. Everything happening out there is nothing more than a reflection of what is happening in the minds of 7.9 billion people. As above, so below. As within, so without. We created this. We are collectively responsible for what is happening in the world. Why? Because we created it through our ignorance, through our denial, through our disconnection. And it's on us to say, actually, right now, we can make the world a better place. Ask yourself this question every single day. If you want a better world, deep divers, and a better you. Ask yourself this question every single day. As soon as I wake up, how am I contributing to my own emotional, mental, and physical health? And how am I contributing to a better planet you see there are a lot of people who are starting to wake up but if you are sharing even on instagram all of these things your 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 page is just full of nothing to help anybody else or to raise awareness then you're a part of the problem if you have a big platform on youtube but you're not speaking truth to power you are a part of the problem i've got a responsibility and I love to do this because a lot of people are watching me. And I'm here to tell you, let love guide you, not fear. I'm here to remind you that you matter. What you do, what you do matters. And your voice is extremely powerful. So don't say I'm only one person. It's only ever taken one candle to light a thousand. Mm. Slow motion this side. Mm. I just had to share that because it resonates so deeply with me. And in these days of Jupiter, yes, I've decided 
to celebrate with you that I am truly being touched by the power of Jupiter. And what is Jupiter? It's not just a heavenly body. It's a spirit. It's love. It's juve. It's God. It's the creator. It is abundance. And as Jupiter returns home as it did a few days ago and as it meets with as it is now Neptune in the tightest closest alignment that hasn't happened for a hundred and Fifty-three years to be exact because that was when they were the tightest and the closest. 166 years is when they were both in Pisces but not as close. Separated by quite a few degrees. I think eight but don't quote me. And so the power of mathematics showing itself to the community, Sky Astrology community. And mathematics is a divine art. And so it's the heavens. And to make things really simple in what may seem a complicated time in, in our current awareness of it is to choose love. Choose love, not fear. Choose abundance. Choose positivity. Choose the truth in sharing. And the truth is not always so easy and this is the main reason I want to share my my voice today with you it's after a few years with the community observing this time of the year and sometimes I even <laughs> find it a bit audacious that I am bringing forth this connection with Cetus and even that we've coined the phrase Piscetus but let me tell you why and it relates to what Ralph Smart was saying it's because in this part of the sky where Pisces is and Cetus are clearly connected as far as their positioning, it is also representative and always been of the spiritual rim. My mother was born on the 18th of March and I experienced this all my life. This energy of Pisces does struggle on this earth plane because of the reality that we currently live in is could say 180 per 80 degrees opposite of what Pisces represents. And Pisces represents for the most part a higher spirit, a 
uh, infinite creation of love and protection and source. That's why it's connected to the zero experience, also known in Western, that would be the 12th house. But when we look at the 12th house in astrology, Western astrology, there is some reference to meditation, isolation, other realms. And that's also expresses of expressions of what perhaps the womb time is like for a child. Isolation, meditation, other rims. And through the practice of Sky Astrology and the conversations that I've had, I know through the conversations that it is important to honor this space, not as the end, number 12, but as the zero, as the space in between, as the placeholder, as a sacred place of the womb, where celebration, support, and the incubation of life is its most abundant, is its most powerful. And in this space, we have the fetus, which Teresa, one of my first students, said, fetus, fetus, fetus. Yes, it made so much sense at the time. I was looking at it from the perspective of the head was in Aries because it's a very long constellation, was amongst the stars of Aries in alignment, and the feet or the tail of this, what they know as the sea dragon or the whale, was in Pisces. And basic understanding of anatomy and astrology is that the feet are connected to Pisces and the head is connected to Aries. And that was another indication how important this Cetus energy is. But how do we use it now? Well, there we have to go dark, deep. Maybe what people call shadow work. I don't really like to use that phase, phrase, but there is something dark about the truth that we're looking at here. And I had a conversation yesterday which kind of prepped me to share it with you. Actually, I had two conversations in two consecutive days as Jupiter aligned with Neptune, the abundance of understanding, higher calling and spirit. And it was this, that we have in this world that we honor and celebrate a dark side that a lot of us have been waking up to during 2020. And these dark sides have not been healed. We've been working in our awareness of them. We've been sharing about the atrocities of them. But what has been done about them? Talking about the children. I'm talking about life itself. In the womb, we are creating this life. Happens every day, 24-7. And at the same time, in this earth plane, with the little decisions that we make, either it's leaving this mask pollution for the creator creations of life that we brought into the world polluting the waters to leave for the creation of this life that we brought into the world 
not being able to protect the relationship between the mother and the child due to the politics and agendas of this world. Protecting the children who cannot be found even though we can spot a spot in a distant galaxy but we can't find a child on this earth plane with all the technology we have. And yes, I feel, what can I do? I'm, keep, I'm talking about it. I'm bringing this deep, shadowy reality to light because it is true. And if I'm celebrating abundance, I'm celebrating the spirit, I'm celebrating life, the creation of life, then when I speak of these things and I highlight them, I am also bringing forth the question of what about this life? What about the lives of these children? What about the lives of people who have been in a perpetual war, aggressions. What about our children who listen to bombs every day that are produced in these countries where we sit comfortably and do not hear these bombs? How does that feel? Is it fair? Of course not. Is it your problem? Of course it is. Because we are all connected. When we say we are connected. It's one thing. But what can we do. To celebrate this connection. To be a part of healing. All of us, all of parts of us, which include others. And so in this Piscetus, it is challenging asking how to not just talk about love and abundance and spirituality, but to support it. To grow with it. To acknowledge it. Acknowledge there's a process that we are part of. And to give that space in this space holder. An opportunity here in the creation of the womb. Of our guts. Of our space where we feel intuitively. What's wrong with this picture and how can we begin to be a part of the solution and not part of the problem? As a bit what Ralph Smart was saying, when we do nothing, when we do not celebrate love, when we do not uplift to give of ourselves in this global virtual platform what we have and I know I'm so grateful for this platform because of the souls that I've met through it I know it's changed now and it's not the same and I wonder is it perhaps why I am meeting fewer people than before that or aligned, or is it still working, or is it part of the censorship? I think it's part of the censorship when I can't tag my friends because they reposted an opinion that challenged the narrative, but at the same time, I've been tagged in spam posts, I have weird. Um, exploitive 
thoughts following me and viewing my stories. So you see, there is an element that's happening now that's been proactive to separate us from our soul family. And as always, I look at this in the gratitude sense because if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't know that it's a calling for me to be proactive too, to do something about it, to create an app and a space where we can speak freely. So I want to give a small meditation, some small blessings, some words that I'm sending to your soul, that I'm speaking from my soul. As our sun shines amongst the stars of Pisces and the truth that is above us and inviting us to acknowledge the truth on this earth plane as above so below. And truths on this earth plane is to understand that we have the power in love in the name of source if it's God, if it's Yeshua whatever name you want to give it I give it life and the celebration of life that we all have had that experience to grow in the safe space of the womb. May we honor a continuation of feeling safe and abundant on Mother Earth with all the gifts she has to offer. Just thought from the Mother Moon that's German for uterus, to Mother Earth. This is where the sun is shining, asking us to shine a light and to see clearly the connection between the soul, our spirit, and the life that was created in that sacred space that came through on this Mother Earth plane and for the call to remember to take care of this life to celebrate this life and when we tolerate atrocities to life itself we are not celebrating this life when we do not speak of the plague of the children who are lost, who are abducted, who are abused. We are not celebrating life. And it's up to us, it's up to you to see this clearly or just to ignore and to be afraid to speak about these things because Instagram will limit your reach. They'll shadow ban you. Does that mean Instagram doesn't care about or Facebook doesn't care about or these names that are fronts don't want you to use your voice, don't want you to Wake more people up speaking what their souls have been whispering to them all along. 
In closing, I would like you to be a part of this short journey guided with the meditation music of Daniel Roberts of Piano Dan Music brought to you by the stars of Gemini where the moon is currently measuring the energies brought to you by Mercury and Eris that are in the Piscetus part of the sky together of course by our sun shining a light in this Piscetus part of the sky and of course to Jupiter and Neptune and their alignment at the beginning of the sky the beginning of the constellation of Pisces And also to Pluto that is currently in Sagittarius, which is also the home of Jupiter. Thank you, Jupiter, for coming in alignment with Jupiter, with Neptune. in 2022 perfect timing in our awakening as you have through your connection with Sagittarius through the fire the inspired philosophical aspirations and aim of the archer aiming for abundance and coming with the heavenly body that represents transformation. Not superficial transformation, but a deep transformation that, that we know of through Scorpio energies of the depths of the waters of the scorpion that can withstand days in the desert and not suffer dehydration and when you have that staying power that deep staying power to go forth to aim to believe to be focused on the transformation and not be dehydrated in the action of this fire That is the power of this placement of Pluto in Sagittarius. 
in the last few years. And this year, going back and forth over the key moments from 2020. And so the Jupiter alignment with this transformation is being hydrated through this pure Pisces position along with Neptune being at home in this space, this abundance of water, but the spiritual hydration, spiritual hydration that is also available and never is dehydrated. Just asking to be acknowledged and when you acknowledge the powers of this hydration, you will never be thirsty. You will be abundant. And this is an invitation now to feel that in ourselves. In these few days, of exact mathematical numbers and frequency alignments of Jupiter and Neptune is an invitation to allow oneself to feel what it's like to be hydrated by source by God, by Yeshua, by Regina, by Goddess Newt, by our mother selves, by Pisces, the Yoni the, of the Yonis, by this place of creation in unconditional love. I can feel the hydrating of my cells. When I consciously appreciate the small things in gratitude, they come alive. In my awareness, but they've been there all along. I invite you in these days of Jupiter to celebrate this deep life transforming hydration. this invitation to align with Jupiter and Neptune and the waters of ourselves, the place, the room space that we all share as our first experience in this incarnation. in the womb space, in the space of Pisces, where the sun above is shining. And that's why it's so very impactful and hydrating and powerful to look up in gratitude
I am grateful for your attention. I am grateful for your curiosity and your support. Thank you so much. Sending you and yours love, unconditional love, inspiration, and gratitude. 